What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. So this is a piece of news that I wasn't expecting, but I think it's going to you know, give a, a bit of an uproar in the fandom. A lot of people are going to be talking about it because it sounds a lot better than the Boba Fett that we got in the Boba Fett show, you know? Uh, very, very. This is very much like the Boba Fett we got in Mandalorian Season 2, very unlike the Boba Fett we got in the Boba Fett show. James Mangold's scrapped Star Wars film about Boba Fett would have been too hardcore for the likes of Baby Yoda to show up in. Speaking on the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast, Mangold explained that his original idea for a Star Wars film was borderline R-rated and probably wouldn't fit in with what Disney had planned for the franchise going forwards. Now, let me just jump in here. We don't need anything R-rated in Star Wars. We don't need that at all. That's not what makes a show cool or good or amazing. Well, maybe cool, but it doesn't make the show or movie or the story any better just because it's violent and aggressive. Would I want to see it? Now you're asking the right questions, and the answer to that is, of course, yes. At the point I was doing it, he says, I was probably scaring the shit out of everyone, he said. I was making much more of a borderline R-rated single-planet spaghetti western. They probably would never be able to embrace Baby Yoda if I had made that. So it didn't really belong in the world I was kind of envisioning. The film, which was in early conceptual stages of production, was scrapped amid Disney's renewed approach to Star Wars content after Solo, a Star Wars story disappointed at the box office, which, in my opinion, is because of The Last Jedi. Though Mangold was already attached to the project, Disney would instead look towards TV shows like The Mandalorian to lead the franchise. In a moment of corporate realignment or whatever happened with the Han Solo movie, they just suddenly decided they weren't making pictures like that. And the opportunities in streaming presented themselves, Mangold said. I was just listening to Spaghetti Western composer Ennio Morricone all day, all night, and typing away. I'm not sure it ever would have happened. I'm not sure it was in anyone's plans what I was thinking. While Disney has dipped into the darker side of the galaxy far, far away with the likes of Andor, the Mandalorian-led TV shows that also include the Book of Boba Fett and upcoming Ahsoka series, generally lean towards the more family-friendly side of things. And that's absolutely right. They take the very easy, safe Disney approach, and I'm really, really sick of it. I want to see some stories that take some risks, that move the characters around into some very uncomfortable scenarios. And I'm, ta- I'm talking just like every male character just sucking, essentially, and being disillusioned after they had their own arc many times in the prequel trilogy and original trilogy, if they're still if they're recovering those characters, to overcome all of their darkness and to be that hero that they turned into, only to later regress into something worse. Boba Fett. Obi-Wan, Han Solo, Luke Skywalker. You guys see the pattern here, or is it just me? So yeah, I mean, blending that lighter tone, the article says, with Mangold's vision for an R-rated film seemingly wouldn't have worked. The director is getting another shot at Star Wars films, and this time doesn't have to worry about crossing it over with or connecting it to any other film or TV show. The director is getting another shot at a Star Wars film, though, and this time doesn't have to worry about crossing it over with or connecting it to any other film or TV show. 
Taking place thousands of years before Episode One: The Phantom Menace, Mangold's film will tell the story of the dawning of the Force and how Jedi came to be. It'll be one of the next three Star Wars films to be released in either 2026 or 2027 and was announced at Star Wars Celebration 2023 alongside one from Dave Filoni and another starring Daisy Ridley from Charmaine Obeyed Chinoy. So I actually posted this on my Twitter coming from Diamond Figs. And in his post, it said Lucasfilm President Kathleen Kennedy denied Mangold's involvement in November of 2021. So, look, personally, I wasn't too happy with the Boba Fett that we got in the Boba Fett show. I thought he was, you know, the first two episodes were really, really great, in my opinion. And then he just kind of died down. Like, he just was lame. He was weak. He was more so Beta Fett, as, you know, the kids are calling it today. And I think that getting a... R-rated Boba Fett movie isn't necessary, but I think for Boba Fett, we do need to have that bit of violence, aggression, and just overall vulgarness that a R-rated Boba Fett movie could bring us. And I think that's kind of what we need now going forwards is that level of aggression and rush that he gave us when he showed up in The Mandalorian Season 2. I'm hoping that, you know, they will hear the fans and kind of see where they went wrong with his character. Even Tamor Morrison has stated that, yeah, you know, this is kind of whack. Like, they, 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 we need that old Boba Fett back. You know, he's played Django, and now he's played Boba. So he knows all about the character from George, and he knows how this stuff works. I just hope that they take some inspiration from Tamor Morrison's words, as well as from all of the Legends content of Boba Fett when George was ruling Star Wars, so to speak, and also from the overall perspective and notion that we had of Boba Fett, even with his like two lines or whatever that we saw in the original trilogy. He was a badass. And this is also what brought Darth Maul back was that he was unbelievably popular with the fans. We didn't know much about him. So he came back in the Clone Wars and there was like a whole new arc with him. So I hope that we do get to see Boba Fett again in a season two, and I hope it will not disappoint Maybe some sort of incorporation with uh, the clones or, you know, remnants of the clones, remaining clones somewhere in the galaxy. Maybe um, the remaining Empire wants to clone him so that they can create new clones. I'm not really sure where they want to go with that story. Or maybe he's going on a hunt for Han Solo, depending on when they want to make this timeline happen. But yeah, look, I think, you know, R-rated isn't needed, but would it be fun? Yes, just like Logan. Did it need to be R-rated? No. Was it cool, and did it benefit his character and his story? Absolutely. The same with Deadpool. So yeah, I'm all for it. I hope that we get to see that someday. And um, and that'd be sweet, because Boba Fett's definitely one of my top favorite characters of the Empire. Thanks for watching today's video, and for listening on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Catch you guys in the next episode, right here on Star Wars Theory and Star Wars Theory Podcasts. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.